laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> today uh you tell me how is a five in one weekend gonna make you feel getting through the week on a wednesday couldn't feel better yeah so safe to say i'm feeling pretty fucking good right about now we tore up another slate yet again and i'm licking my chops at week 10 we can talk about week nine but i mean the proof is in the pudding baby i let's see here i am one two three four five six I am five and one over the last two weeks. You are one, two, three, four, five, four and two. Absolutely killing it lately. We've got these teams and these spreads dissected. And I have another feeling that this is going to be a six and a week coming up. I love this week. It's an interesting week. Um, some might say these games aren't the most exciting. Um, when I did a little bit of deeper digging on these, I found there is more to these games than what you might think. I think there might be uh, some kind of surprising performances coming up in the future and some interesting matchups. I really li- like the Thursday night game, the Colts-Tennessee Titans, perfect example of that. Um, looking forward to that one, but... Mostly, I I found some little angles, and I'm excited. And I believe Marcus has got his <laughs> – he's got his uh, strategies too. Am I right? Yeah, no, I have three picks that I'm almost certain are going to – and you know what? The Thursday night game was a game I wanted to pick, so he may just – you know what? Fuck it. I'll throw it out there. The Colts are going to win that game. It's not one of my three picks for the week, but the Colts are going to win that game. I'll just come it's out and say un- it. Unofficial lock of the week. but Unofficial, but bet it. It's Thursday night, getting yourself into Friday, bet it. The Colts are going to win that football. Yeah. Colts are a blossoming team that, you know, I wouldn't, maybe they're not even that blossoming. They've, they're just a damn good team. Um, The numbers are there. The film's there. Really, it comes down to Philip Rivers making throws, but that's a good point. On, when he on this when he's game. good, when he's good, the Colts look like one of the best teams in the league. Let's yeah, I mean he's he, he does some things that are just insane, but right, he also does some things that are just insane. No, know what I'm saying? I feel you, dog. Good. All right, let's talk more NFL. Recapping the week, recapping all of the fun. Tom Brady, I think, to me, should be the top story. Of I don't, I don't watch the mainstream ESPN bullshit. I do my own research. I make my own dialogue with the league. But how is Tom? It, do you know, Marcus? Is Tom Brady getting crucified right now? Because I'm getting ready to crucify him. Is he getting crucified? I don't watch ESPN anymore. But if he's not getting shit on on all national media, it's crazy. Um, the Saints just blatantly 
kicked the shit out of the Bucks. I mean, who saw that coming? It was as lopsided of an NFL football game, and I we've seen some lopsided ones as I've seen in a long time. As far as it, it, what I mean by that, as far as seeing a team in the first quarter, you watch the game and you know for a fact, like this shit's over. Tampa right. looked awful. A part of me thinks it was just a bad night because I still think Tampa is a, is in a top ten team in the league, which we'll get to. But I do. It was a head scratcher. New Orleans is well, for real. I've said it from week one. They they're six and two. New Orleans is for real, man. I'm telling you that they're for real. New Orleans is very physical, and they have their wide receivers back now, and they can scheme things the way they plan to again this year. So. I think that's why they got such a, a great, like a big spread against the Niners this weekend. I was shocked when I saw that, but then I remembered like, well, basically this New Orleans Saints team is really not what it was when, you know, it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So yeah, New Orleans looked really, really good, but I think we have to bring up another team that looked really, really, really good. And that's the Buffalo Bills. I mean, holy shit, did they look like a Super Bowl contender? Football porn is what I like to call it. I I saw linemen pulling in groups like herds of buffalo, stampeding herds of... No pun intended. Right. Herds of buffalo stampeding <laughs> across the plains <laughs> to lead block. For Josh Allen on that touch. I mean, it's just, it's fun football. Josh Allen has a rocket for an arm. Stephon Diggs playing the best ball I've seen him play. It's a exciting team. Fast team. Fast, fast, fast team. Um, We're going to be betting them this weekend in a sense. So, I'm just teasing it. Give me a little tease. But... We will get more to why they're awesome and why you need to watch them this weekend. Um, Marcus. And my last takeaway is the Chiefs fucked us again. I We've bet the Chiefs a lot this year, a few times they've covered, but they always seem to not cover when we need them the most. We were 5-1 and one last weekend. The only cover was the Chiefs. Only non-cover was the Chiefs. I almost wish the Chiefs would have lost that game because Teddy Bridgewater played one hell of a game, but the Chiefs are just better. But they showed a lot of a lot of flaws in that game against Carolina. Well, I think if you listen to this podcast at all, and Marcus, you know this, but if you listen to this at all, you know I love betting against the, the Panthers. They're, in my eyes... Very soft defense. I guess they have been improving, improving, but I just don't. I still don't see it. They don't look good. They converted on some really unlikely situations on fourth down and third down throughout the game uh, that kept them alive. And I've said it before: Teddy Bridgewater, when he's not pressured, he can he can be effective, and. Well, and also think of think of the think of the length of drives that they put together is their ability to run the football. 
my biggest like the thing with the Chiefs, they got to learn to stop the fucking run. They're not going to win another Super Bowl if this year if they can't stop the run. I mean, the Panthers were basically doing, given a few mistakes here and there, were doing whatever they wanted to offensively. And if you're the Chiefs, that's a head scratcher. Like if Teddy Bridgewater is putting together six, seven minute drives against your defense, your weapon is on the bench. Your offense is your, you know, that it's your go-to. Yeah, and they their couldn't. The is, defense is couldn't get defense. off the field. Because yeah, they, and the, the defense Chiefs, the defense couldn't get off the right. field. The Chiefs can play over the top. That's where their star power is on that defense. So they want to play ahead. They are built to play with the lead. So I don't know that game, but it it's just one of the it was you know it was just frustrating because it was one of those games that I thought the Chiefs did not deserve to win, and they come out and they squeak it out. That's going to bite the Chiefs in the ass at some point this year. I don't know if it's going to be in the regular season or the playoffs, but I'm telling you, there's going to be a team that's going to beat the Chiefs this year that shouldn't beat the Chiefs just because they they can do what they did against Carolina. I, I'm very disappointed in the Chiefs this weekend. I will say that. They they definitely underperformed. and I Patrick Mahomes had a lot of missed open looks that he normally hits, too. I mean... Sailed, yeah, he, sailed he a lot look, of throws. He, um, got the offense off the field really quick a few times. The top on that game was probably just like, you know, completely upside down. And and they tried to give Le'Veon Le'Veon Bell the ball a few times, and that just went nowhere. The Chiefs Le'Veon seem one Bell. dimensional. The Chiefs seem one dimensional to me. The Chiefs. They're going to have to. Yes, it's it's a pass-heavy offense. Yeah, well. I mean, if you can keep if you can keep Patrick Mahomes off the field and do what the Carolina Panthers did, you can beat the Chiefs. And if you look at teams like the Bills and New Orleans and Baltimore and the Steelers, they're not going to get away with the shit they did against Carolina. It's not going to happen. And again, I'm talking Super Bowl or bust for the Chiefs. If they want to win another Super Bowl, they got to figure shit out on the defensive side of the ball. That's my point. I couldn't agree more with that. They they just technically they're still my number one. They haven't they haven't shown me that they can't can't beat anyone in the league. They still can do that. But I the last two weeks for the Chiefs. Something's going on with Patrick Mahomes. I don't know what it is, but he looks I don't know. His I might be looking too deep here, but I like to look guys like when they're on the field, look at their eyes like, well, that fucking guy's scared. He wants to go fucking home. That happens in football. And I got to say, I watch Patrick Mahomes' body language and the look in his eyes sometimes it looks like he's bored. Like he'd rather be at home, you know, eating go diva chocolates in the bathtub counting his hundred dollar bills i just think i think again it goes to their offense being one-dimensional he there's so much pressure so much reliance on him to perform and to be quite honest his bad days are other quarterbacks good days but he has to have these phenomenal after phenomenal weeks for them to continue to win which he's done i think he's a great quarterback but like i said the Chiefs are going to have to figure some stuff out if they're going to win another Super Bowl this year. 
Agreed. Flat out. Agreed. They have problems. They have problems, no doubt. So you said the Chiefs were your number one team in the league. Correct. Do you care to give us a top ten? I thought you'd never ask. I'm going to preface this with one statement. I'm not a numbers guy. I'm not a numbers guy. Okay? Marcus will tell you that. Anyone will tell you that. However, I got into some numbers uh, for my rankings. And you got deep into some numbers. I crossed a few data points, and it's a little unorthodox, but it's pretty close to most top tens. And basically, what I've done is looked at teams from a spread perspective. And are they like to are they likely to cover points? That's how I'm ranking teams because I don't care if the Jets win the Super Bowl. I really don't give a shit. I just want to make some money off these guys. What I did is I went back and looked at the margin of victory, the average margin of victory of every NFL team as it stands right now. So every game they've played, they take an average. How much do they win by? And what I found, this is crazy. This is my top 10, but this is a little weird. The top four. Hold on, let me find the documents here. I had to. I was going through, piling through so much data because I'm a numbers guy now. <laughs> well, here's here's the numbers. I'll flip the sheet over. Wow, I write small. It's getting annoying. I have to edit this. So, the top four teams with the highest average margins of victory are number one, Kansas City. So, that's my number one. Most places are going to tell you Kansas City's number one. They win their games by an average of 11.4 points. Baltimore is number two. They average 10.6. At third place, we got Pittsburgh. At this point, you're saying... That makes sense. Those are probably three of the best teams in the league, right? Those are my top three, not in that order, but those are my three top teams. Right. Yes. Now, let me throw something at you. Number four is the Miami Dolphins, winning their games by an average. <laughs> winning their games. <laughs> games by an average of 7.6 points. So, right. When I heard that, when I saw that, I was like, well, wait, this stat has to be misleading in terms of predicting win margin, right? And I'm not a mathematician. I don't know if this has merit at all. But what I did was I found, and I'm not a mathematician. I don't know if this has merit at all. But what I did was I found, I found out which teams consistently week by week were in the top 10 of margin of victory not like all year what their average is but each week were they in the top 10 were they consistently winning at a high level and some teams had weeks where there were the top several weeks in a row some of them jumped around and i think that's valuable information i won't talk too more much more about that but that's the basic general 
thought process of these rankings. Number one, KC. Already told you, Kansas City, best team in the league in my eyes, even without the numbers and bullshit. Number two, Baltimore. Number three, Pittsburgh. Number four, a lot of people aren't going to like this, but the Los Angeles Rams. They're not even in my top ten. That's crazy. Fourth best team in the league. Green Bay Packers at number five. I got Tampa Bay at number six. Seattle at seven. The Colts at eight. Arizona at nine. Miami at ten. Wow. But again. Miami over the Arizona Cardinals, huh? Well, the Cardinals over Miami. And again, this is spread margin of victory rankings only. If 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 it wasn't, I would probably switch out. I mean, it would totally change this around because Buffalo Bills have to be in there. Yeah. But but for some whatever reason, the Bills just haven't been winning games by large enough margins to have that edge. And that's the edge I want. I want teams that win by enough to cover so, the fucking spread. So the Bills weren't in your top 10? Uh, for spread betting, no. Wow. That's shocking. I mean, I wonder what they are against the spread this year. It's a great. That's a great question. I bet you they're not great. Buffalo Bills are 4-5 and five against the spread. Okay, well, that, it's not that bad, but... For, for whatever reason, um, I, they've been in closer games apparently, or I'm I'm missing one probably where it was a little, you know. No, I mean you are all over it. They've their largest margin of victory was against the. Let's see here. I believe was equal between the Jets and the Seahawks at ten points. It was their largest margin of victory this season yeah they beat the jets by 10 and they beat the seahawks by 10 i love that so i love that so much especially for the pick that we have later on this i love that yeah so that i mean that does show like if you're betting the bills late in the season and they're getting a big spread you may want to stay away but not having the bills in your top 10 jail i think is kind of wild yeah no it, it this this is a theoretical ranking system but marcus i'm a little interested to hear your top 10 i gave you the kind of numbers bullshit white collar tic tacky crap numbers i want to hear the blue collar top 10 what you see on the film is what you get let's hear it all right i'll jump right in my top 10 for the nfl after week nine is number one the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't have the Chiefs at number one for the reasons that I brought up earlier. So I have the Steelers at number one. Then the Chiefs at number two. Baltimore Ravens at three. The Buffalo Bills at four. The New Orleans Saints at five. Green Bay Packers at six. Seattle Seahawks seven. Tampa Bay at 8, Raiders at 9, and the Arizona Cardinals at 10. That's my top 10 NFL power rankings. 
Not bad. I think the only eyebrow raisers for me would probably just be New Orleans and Las Vegas. But I do like Vegas's brand of football. I think they might have a shot to take it to the uh, to playoff to, to the playoffs and, and even win in the playoffs. I've been playoffs. So I've been big on New Orleans all season, though, to be quite honest. And from what they you have you have what they did to Tampa Bay. You got to show some respect there. They're six and two. I think they're hitting their stride and they're healthy. So I'm I'm big on I'm big on the Saints. Actually, I think the Saints would be a great sleeper pick to win the Super Bowl. If you want a little value Super Bowl pick, a very high value pick on the Super Bowl, I would take the New Orleans Saints. And I really hope we get the Saints Packers in the playoffs again. I know the Packers beat them 37-30. Uh, the first time they played, I want that game again in the playoffs. Yeah, I think just it doesn't matter in my eyes with the playoffs because if you look at the top-tier teams, it's just ridiculous how good the teams are playing. And I it gets more fun every week. I just – every week I'm just blown away. Uh, Bills were that team, like we said, this week for me, but – I think it's uh it's going to be really fun with playoffs coming around. I can't believe it's already already halfway through the season. I guess more than that. A little depressing. Shut up, bitch. Oh my god. All right, so let's jump into some picks. Uh we got six war picks. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. I think I did. We're 61% overall this this year, this season. Um we're going to edge our way up to 70% land. And we're going to get things started this week with a pick for Marcus. Marcus, I want to hear your first pick. What do you got for us? My first pick of the week is the Las Vegas Raiders, my a top 10 team for me, minus five against the Denver Broncos. Here's why. I don't trust Drew Locke enough to handle the Raiders' defense. They're going to fly around. They're going to put a lot of pressure on him. He has thrown for as many interceptions as he has touchdowns with less than 200 throws on the year. So I think the Vegas knows what they got to do against Drew Locke. They're going to put a lot of pressure on him. And Vegas is probably going to have the ball a lot. I see a lot of three and outs for Denver. And to be quite honest... I don't think this game is close. I think five is fairly disrespectful. We've talked about disrespectful lines in the past. I'm big on the Raiders. Obviously a playoff team. The Broncos are not. And they're going to get stomped. So I got the Vegas Raiders minus five against the Broncos. That's my first pick. Yeah, I love this pick. Uh, Vegas, I feel like they're a little underrated. They've got hit by the COVID thing. Um, They're still to me a, a a good team and when you look at Denver it's not good there's the sixth worst team in the league at scoring points um their opponents run the ball all over them which doesn't bode well for uh for them at all so i i just think yeah disrespectful on the line here look for, look for, for Josh look for Josh Jacobs to have an absolutely huge day on the ground He's definitely due. He's he, I wouldn't eh, maybe underperforming a little, but I I think he should be, you know, really blown out of the water. Love that pick though, Marcus. 
Can I take over? Yes. Go for it. Awesome. My first pick. You guys know me. I'm a little little whore for the overs. I'm a little nasty girl for overs in football. Don't worry, Dad. Everything's fine. I'm taking a monstrous over. This game is going to have so much offense. If you guys like offense, you want to watch this game. I don't care if you need to drive to a different TV service area where it's not blacked out. Uh, I would I would make sure that you get somewhere where you can get this game, get Sunday ticket maybe, go somewhere to watch this game. It's Buffalo Bills taking on the Arizona Cardinals. We already talked about how dynamic this offense is on, on Buffalo. I love Josh Allen. He has just a rocket for an arm. Phenomenal athlete. Love their offensive line. Love their receivers. The defense, however, not so great. Um, the case with this game is the perfect scenario for points. One team has a great off or sorry. One team has a great offense and a bad defense. The other team has a great offense and a bad defense. That means points, 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 points. The line's 56 and a half. We're taking the over. It's going way over and it's going to be a really fun game to watch and win money on. Marcus, your pick. I just got to say, this game's going to be fucking awesome. This is this is going to be an awesome game. Two of my favorite teams to watch. I was I was just going to say Go this on, is like the future capsule of NFL football in my eyes, at least what it should be. I mean, you look at the Cardinals' totals. I mean, I'm looking at them right now. We have 65, 71, 48, 40. 52, 49, 45, 44. But a lot of those are against low-scoring teams. They have not played, other than the Seahawks, they played a team like the Seahawks with this offense that scored 71. Well, that's where I see this don't, game. Don't think. Both scoring in the don't 30s. Don't think about this. It's so, going to be an awesome game. Um, the Cardinals have the fourth highest yards per play in the NFL and the 19th worst defense for yards per play in the NFL. It's almost, it's almost the exact thing to think for about. the Bills. They get the ninth highest yards per play, yet their defense gives up the bottom half of the league per play. They're number 18. So, numbers. I'm a numbers guy. Okay? Numbers, bruh. <laughs> You've transitioned into a numbers guy. I'm giving it a shot. We'll see if it works. Um, okay, Marcus, are you ready for your pick? Yes, and I feel very confidently about this pick. Um, I'm taking the Jaguars-Packers over 50 and a half. I have one main reason. I'm not going to go crazy in depth with this, but the pace of this game has overwritten all over it. I've been in Packers overs before, but it's because Aaron Rodgers has – one of the highest attempts of passes in the league. Gardner Minshew, not far behind him. Aaron Rodgers has 280 passing attempts this year. Gardner Minshew has 267. For Jacksonville to even make this a competitive game, they're going to have to go out and score points. If they don't do that, it's going to be a blowout. 
they're going to let Gardner Minshew sling it around, and they got to go score points. This is at 50 and a half. I like the Packers to win 38-27 around there. I think the Jags are going to score some points this week. Um, but, yeah, Jags, Packers, over 50 and a half. I love that pick. The Packers are due to put up some points. The Jags defense, heesh, not good. So Aaron Rodgers should have no problem slicing and dicing. Look for Hopefully he's gonna have he's gonna have another four to five touchdown, four to five touchdown day. Yeah, just want that game to move quick. Slice and dice. Get that's you know, get that's the, that's going. the main reason I picked the over. Is I just see it. Like a lot of NFL games, the pace won't pick up till the second half. I see this gunslinging both teams from the first snap. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. I'm going to give you my second pick. Um, I did a lot of thinking on this one. Um, as you know, the numbers keep keep me thinking a lot. So a lot of numbers went into this one. <laughs> um, I'm going with the Rams. Big matchup this weekend. They're taking on the Seattle Seahawks at home. You hear? You like that? Yeah, you've been big on the animal noises lately. Why not? What? What? Uh, what does a ram do? I have no fucking. I think it'd be clue. like. I think it'd be like. Something like that. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Um. Anyway. I like the Rams just to win and cover this week. But Russell Wilson is a liability. He just makes plays. I watched that Bills-Seattle game. He was electric. He got sacked a lot and got pressured a lot. But he made play after play after play after play. So it's not going to get any easier with Aaron Donald across the line of scrimmage for, for Russell Wilson. Um, that doesn't mean he can't make plays. So I'm I'm kind of on the fence with the Rams winning. But what I do love is the Rams team total on this game. The Rams are projected at 28 and a half points. I think that Seattle, being the worst total defense in the league, uh, is, is standing to get torched here. The Rams have played, be it bad teams overall, but their defense is on those teams pretty good yet they still remain to have a high margin of victory. And I think they're going to really take it to the Seahawks on on offense. And for the Seahawks to even compete in this game, this game is going to score maybe 90 points if they compete. It's going to be a barn burner, another barn burner. So um, I definitely – I think the Rams 28.5 will hit the most easily and by the most points. So that's why I'm going with that one. Marcus, your pick or thoughts? It's an awesome pick. If you look at what Seattle's defense has done against uh, less talented teams than the Rams, this uh, team total should smash. So I love that pick. My third and final pick. Thank you. I'm <laughs> I'm going back to the the well that is betting against Cam Newton. Woo! They squeaked by the New York Jets. Uh, Joe Flacco ran New York Jets. Now, they got to go play the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are laying seven and a half. 
I don't think this game this, is going to be even. This isn't the New York Jets, Cam. This isn't going to be close. Baltimore could win this game by 30 points. Cam Newton has two touchdowns, seven interceptions on the year. Not very good. This defense is going to put so much pressure on him, force him to throw the ball downfield, and he's not able to do that. His completion percentage is not bad because Bill Belichick does not let him throw the ball downfield. Lamar Jackson on no, the he, other he, on the he other is incapable of throwing the ball. No. If you look at his completion percentage, it's not bad. But he has seven interceptions compared to two touchdowns. So when they do let him take shots, he fucks it up. Baltimore yeah, is going to laugh the Patriots. This is going to be the icing on the cake for the New England Patriots' shitty season is getting embarrassed by the Baltimore Ravens. Wow. It's it's gonna be that it's gonna be a blood bath. I like the Ravens thirty eight I love thirty eight seven. I love it. I love it. I love I it. think Balt- uh, I think Baltimore is absolutely going to... Can we make gonna- that a lock of the week? Yeah. Can we yeah. make that a lock? Ravens minus seven right. and a half lock of the week. This game isn't even going to be fucking close. Yeah, that that's... It's one of those lines I look at. When I when I try to predict lines, I thought it'd be ten and a half. At ten and a half, I still well, would have bet I- the Ravens. I still would have bet the Ravens at ten and a half. And on I'm- a short week, when you let the Jets fuck on you, kind of. Like, the Jets fucked on the Patriots for a little bit this week. And now you got to play the fucking Ravens. <laughs> They're fucked. I mean, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be really, really ugly. It's going to be bad. The Ravens win by 20 plus points, guaranteed. Awesome. I love that pick. All right. I'm going to come in here and back clean up. Last pick of the week. Most people could probably predict this pick because. Uh, this particular team I'm betting against today has been a team that has inspired me to bet many, many times already this season. Uh, that team is the Panthers. Um, again, you know they had a, they had a good week last week, or uh, you know this this past week I should say. Teddy Two Gloves getting it done. He, you know he's tough. He, he, he Teddy he's, Two Gloves. Panthers are little. I haven't heard that before. They're. That's awesome. He's a little better than I gave him credit for. The team's better than I gave them credit for. But I just, I know what why they work. And the reason they work is that if Teddy can get protected and he can throw the ball. The Chiefs are in the bottom third of the league when it comes to pressuring the quarterback, sacking their opponent this week. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the top four. Uh, this is when Teddy gets on his his baby deer legs and he starts just shaking and tap dancing and doing crazy shit back there. Them Bambi legs, right? I this could be with with that front for the Bucks. This could be the first week we see Will Greer on the field, and I'm not, and I don't say that lightly. I I I, uh, I would put like plus three hundred odds on that probably. But JL, if Will Greer takes the field, the the future Hall of Famer yeah. in your mind. Well, if Will Greer hits the <laughs> field, then the Panthers will win by 110 points. Live bet the Panthers if Will Greer plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely do that. 
Um, but yeah, what are your <laughs> thoughts, Marcus? I think, I, I think also, obviously the Bucks, man, they just got, they got laughed off the field Monday night. But there's a, I, there's a few things I think about this game, and it goes back to why. I didn't have Kansas City as my number one team in the NFL. They struggled to get off the field. They don't put any pressure on the quarterback, like you said. Tampa Bay's defense is very prone to force turnovers, very prone to put pressure on the quarterback, and that's going to give Teddy Bridgewater hell. And I think the Bucks definitely rebound and win by at least a touchdown. Well, I, I, I think that's I would like to great, know this. I, I looked at that line and thought lock of the week. But you can't not take the Ravens over the Patriots for lock of the week. I mean, it's fucking Cam Newton. Yeah, he, so. yeah it's free money. Um, I'd like to know the amount of times where Tom Brady's had a week where he got laughed off the field and he didn't come back and rebound. I wonder how many times that's happened. Uh, I bet that number's pretty low. If you had to ask, pretty me. low. So yeah, I I, I um, I'm gonna keep betting against the Panthers. You know they've honestly already outperformed what I thought they would do this year. So good on them. But uh, the Bucks got to right the ship this week, and something tells me they're gonna get it done. Um, that's all of our picks. We are doing six picks a week. Still. Just staying in the NFL, Marcus, we got some exciting news coming up here in regards to the upcoming season of basketball and our entrance into that season. We're happy to let everyone know that the spread is not going anywhere after football this year. We're staying. Woo! We're here for good. We're staying for as long as you can deal with us or as long as our computers don't break or something. Um. So yeah. college basketball is two weeks away. Two weeks. So we may. It's going to be, you know, nitty gritty NFL time, playoff time. But we may sprinkle in some college football or college basketball to get things warmed up. You're a you're a phenom on the college hoops. I I can oh, I cannot early cannot wait for that. Early season that. college basketball is where I win my money. Where I win a lot of my money. Yeah. We'll get to that in a few weeks. <laughs> Stay tuned for that shit. <laughs> Stay tuned for that shit. Stay tuned for that shit. All right. Marcus, always a pleasure. Yo. That's all we got this week, folks. Let's go 6-0. and Let's go 6-0. Well, the numbers are... We got the numbers. We're going to hit. We always hit. All right. Follow us on Twitter. Peace. When I pull up out front, you see the Benz on When I roll 20 deep, it's always drama in the club. Now that I roll with Dre, everybody show me love. When you sell like them, you get plenty of groupy love. Look, homie, ain't nothing changed. Roll down, G's up. I see exhibit in the cutting, man. Roll them up. Roll you watch how I move. You mistake before I play up here. Been hit with a few, but now I don't walk with a limp. In the hood, in the lady, saying 50, you hot. They like me, I want them to love me like they love pop. But I 
holla in New York for sure to tell you I'm local. Yeah. The plan is to put the rap game in the choke. Uh -huh. I'm full of focus, man. My money on my mind. Got a meal out the deal and I'm still in the grind. Now shorty says she feelin' my style, she feelin' my flow. Uh -huh. A girl from Woody, they buy and they ready to you go. go home, yeah. Yeah. Bottle full of bug, mama, I got what you need if you need to feel the buzz. I'm in the having sex, I ain't in the making love, so come give me a hug. If you're in the getting rough, you can find me in the club. Bottle full of bug, mama, I got what you need if you need to feel the buzz. I'm in the having sex, I ain't in the making love, so come give me a hug. If you're in the getting rough. My flow, my show brought me the dough that bought me all my fancy things. My crib, my cars, my clothes, my shoes. Look on me, I done came up and I ain't changing. You should love it, way more than you hate it. Oh, you mad? I thought that you'd be happy, I made it. I'm the cat by the bar, toasting to the good life. Moved out the hood, now you tryna pull me back, guys. My junk, get the bumpin' in the club, it's on. I'm with my eyes, your chicks, if she smiles, she gone. Hit the roof on fire, man. Just let it burn up the tone ain't about money, homie, I ain't concerned I'ma tell you what banks for me, cause go ahead, switch the style up And if they hate, then let them hate, them. watch the money pile up And we can go upside the head with a bottle of bug Come on, they know where we be, you can find me in the club Bottle full of bug, mama, I got what you need, you need to feel the buzz I'm in the having sex, I ain't in the making love So come give me a hug, you in the getting rough You can find me in the club Bottle full of bug, mama, I got what you need You need to feel the buzz I'm in the having sex, I ain't in the making love So come give me a hug, get in the getting rough <laughs> Don't try to act like you don't know who we be, neither We in the club on time, so pop, pop on Shady aftermath <laughs>